Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Flourish. I am so excited to be here with you today. We're going to discuss how to nurture, coach, and inspire the children we love to let their genius flourish. Being a parent is the hardest job I've ever had. I wanted to create an outlet where we could share our experiences and challenges as a community. What works, what doesn't work, but most of all, when your intuition kicked in, your natural instinct, and it made a difference, or even your good old common sense. I encourage you to share your own insights from a place of experience. For those of you who don't know me, I am Diane Plenadon and a very proud mother of a gifted child for the past 20 years and still counting. In raising an individual with exceptional talent, a talent which we were lucky, yes lucky, to discover and develop at an early age. We all have a gift, an inner genius if you will. As a parent I learned to trust my intuition and instinct early on, actually before he was even born. I looked up the definition of intuition. It is an ability to understand or know something immediately based on your feelings rather than facts, according to the Cambridge Dictionary Online. What also came up when I was searching online was Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he says, when you have an intuitive feeling, when you are trusting your gut, you're not reacting with hormones. You are tuning out the environment, tuning in to what feels right to you in terms of your soul or how your body aligns and trusting your feelings. That's powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. We can learn how to trust our own natural instincts and intuition and act upon it. The definition of instinct is the way we naturally react or behave without having to think or learn about it. For me, I made these connections and realizations in hindsight and feel it would be valuable as a community to share experiences that may help another person. Rather than being alone and learning the hard way, let's be inspired and inspire one another. So welcome to Flourish, where we explore together how to nurture, coach, and inspire children to let their genius thrive. I'm your host, Diane Planetin. I wanted to start our journey together at the beginning, before my baby genius was even born. That's when I first discovered my intuition. I had no idea that superpower was in me, in all of us and we just have to listen. I was on an emotional roller coaster when I was pregnant. In fact, I'm gonna say this out loud. I didn't like being pregnant. I didn't like crying in the grocery store. I didn't like running out of breath after one flight of stairs because I'd gained 70 pounds. Yikes. I didn't like complete strangers invading my space, 
coming up to me like we're from the same village and reaching out and touching my stomach. <laughs> it was really weird. I really didn't like was the pressure. The pressure of making sure that my baby would survive in the womb. The pressure of not knowing that after growing another human from nothing but a fertilized egg for a whole nine months that everything would be okay. The pressure of how vulnerable me and my baby really were. The uncertainty would tug at me daily. If I can't even handle being a mother before my baby was even born, what was I going to be like when he arrived? I didn't want to get the room ready. I didn't want to jinx myself before birth. I didn't want a baby shower. I didn't want a baby anything. Did I mention the hormones? Yes, my hormones were raging, hence crying in the grocery store. What I did do was bid on a toy Mercedes-Benz car, a little push pedal car. It was silver and shiny and new. <laughs> so no crib, no clothing, no nothing, but I had to have this car. You wanna talk about hormones. <laughs> I didn't know if I was having a girl. I didn't know if I was having a boy. But what I did know is I had to have that car. Oh my goodness. My, I, I was just, it was running wild. Yeah, okay. So it was battle royale to see which mother would succeed. Which mother had made up her mind to win that shiny object. Which mother would realize you don't mess with a mama bear when she's pregnant and needs that car. That wasn't my intuition at work or my gut feeling. But that card does symbolize the state of my hormones during pregnancy. I paid dearly for that shiny object and it went to a good cause, the Alberta Children's Hospital Foundation. And I still have it, along with the memories of not only obtaining the prize, but in the years to come, the laughter and excitement whenever Nicholas drove his car. So what is intuition? Have you ever just known something and didn't know why? That's intuition, or spider senses, I guess. When you don't ask enough questions, when you've never had a baby before, and trust the medical staff, well, that's just being naive. When I started having contractions on December 24th, Christmas Eve here in Canada, we went to the hospital after our usual family gathering and wanted to check things out. My body had told me a few weeks earlier it was going to be any time now, so we thought, okay, contractions have begun. Never had a baby before, let's go. Needless to say, they sent me packing. Apparently I hadn't dilated enough. So I'm like, okay, no problem. But my contractions seem really close together, in my opinion. No, no, you have to dilate more. Oh, okay. Besides, one of the staff members says to me, you just want the first Christmas baby. And I thought, really? Really? Was that really necessary? Enough on that matter. Fast forward the next morning. Uh, it was a bit of a nightmare. I guess I'm going to say a nightmare. I hadn't slept all night. I was in such pain and the contractions were so strong and 
I think I was in the shower for about an hour until the hot water tank ran out actually. So depending on the size of the tank, I guess. We were actually hosting Christmas Day dinner at our house and we're having family that afternoon. And standing was semi-comfortable. It was a little bit easier on me. So we proceeded to prepare the turkey and the stuffing and all the fixings, potatoes, you name it, we made it because we love to cook. And then I thought, you know, what if I go into real labor during dinner? That would not be very good form to have a baby during a dinner party. <laughs> but it would be entertaining. <laughs> I thought, let's go to the hospital, check things out again. You know, quite a bit of time has gone by and I hadn't slept yet, so let's go. So the turkey's in the oven, everything's set up, ready to go. We just thought we'd pop into the hospital for a quick visit. Remember, I'm not very good at this pregnancy thing. And the only thing I remember learning in prenatal classes was breastfeeding, which is very important, but it doesn't help you when you need to deliver a baby, when you're in labor and you don't know anything else. This time I explained to the staff, I had talked to my mother and she said, we don't really dilate. I said, oh, interesting. I didn't know that about our family history. So I conveyed this with conviction, as my mother is always right. Apparently I hadn't dilated enough to warrant a call to the doctor. Back at home, I managed to keep busy preparing Christmas Day dinner, which may be a strange distraction, but again, standing was good. Somehow I managed to breathe and cook, breathe and set the table, breathe and eat, breathe and not scream. My baby was doing jumping jacks now and it was intense. The rest of the evening was a blur as I just waited for the magical hot water tank to fill again. I was not going back to the hospital only to be turned away. I was not crazy. I was having a baby. It was quite overwhelming. The next day was December 26th, Boxing Day here in Canada, and I had a little boxer inside of me, yes I did, giving me some sweet jabs like a baby kangaroo, like brrrr. It was insane. It was like an alien life form was trying to get out through my skin. That's how strong the movements were. And this child wanted out, and wanted out now. So off we went, hoping that third time's a charm. As we drove, the pain intensified and my sugar plum head could only think of one thing. In space, no one can hear you scream. That's an actual uh, quote, I think, from the Alien movie with Sigourney Weaver. Upon our arrival, staff seemed quite bored with our perseverance and they wanted to send me home again. Something about not dilating enough. Seriously, seriously, I have been in labor since Christmas Eve. I'm not going anywhere till I at least see a doctor 
I need another opinion, please. Well, that didn't work. The doctor didn't believe me either. He said one thing. Yep, you're right. You should go home. You haven't dilated enough. He was pretty much done with me and my tomfoolery when, and I don't know where the next words came from, I said something to the effect that if he could please direct me to the nearest coat hanger, I would break my water myself. My spider senses were so overpowering, I just let it flow. I, I don't know everything I said verbatim, but I do know this was my intuition. This was my inner instincts being so strong that I was able to advocate not only for myself, but for my unborn child. This must have resonated with him in some way as I was finally being taken seriously and he agreed to break my water. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The angels were singing. It was fantastic. I was so excited. But what happened next was shocking. Absolutely shocking. It was now an emergency. When they broke my water, there was already merconium in there. And merconium is fetal poo. And merconium is not good if your baby swallows it as they can have lung damage, brain damage, heart damage. I don't know, I'm not a medical doctor, but there could be extensive damage. So the doctor, <laughs> the doctor was very upset. He knew I'd been sent away a number of times. He in fact himself wanted to send me away. And for that, he was, he was just beside himself. So I understood why they were in a panic. And after I walked down to the delivery room, yes, I walked. <laughs> That's a funny sidebar. I don't, I don't even know why I walked, but I did. Um, baby monitor goes on and everyone is taking me and my baby very seriously. So after that flurry of activity, I was happy to lay back, relax. I was so exhausted but the contractions just kept me awake, wide awake. All right, how am I gonna deliver this baby when I was so tired? How was I ever gonna have the energy to deliver? When a nurse came in to check on me, I said to her, oh, you know, can I have just a little bit for the pain? Just a little bit, like, is there something safe for the baby? And she says to me, well, it's about time you asked. <laughs> I'm like, what? Apparently they're not allowed to suggest things. So another tidbit I did not learn in prenatal class. Um, so the epidural goes in. It took five tries. That's how strong my contractions were. So a big shout out to that anesthesiologist for her perseverance. Completely exhausted for being up for days. I literally pass out and don't wake up until the following morning with a blood-curdling scream. Oh my goodness, I really scared the staff. The nurse runs in and goes, what are you doing? Why didn't you push the button if you were in such pain? I'm like, button, 
What button? <laughs> Magical button dispenses more drugs. Oh, well, I didn't know that either. So there you go. It appeared I was ready to deliver. So no more drugs and let's have this baby naturally. I think they were actually wishing I was at space right about then. Because when you deliver a baby naturally, it kind of hurts. So yeah, you do let out a little bit of a scream. So that part went fast actually in comparison to the past three and a half days of labor. So when my baby was delivered, he was immediately surrounded by like five or so pediatric specialists. And I was there, you know, my husband's taking pictures of the baby and I'm like, what's going on? Boy, girl, placenta, hello. <laughs> the doctor comes back and says, it's a boy and he's very well done. The other thing he told me was my placenta was inside out. And I, I don't know what that means when you deliver your placenta and it's inside out. So if anybody out there knows, I, I would actually like to know the reason it that happened. I, I've never been told. So thankfully, Nicholas is okay. And to their knowledge, the merconium had not caused any damage to his lungs or any other body parts for that matter. So the purpose of my story is that I cannot imagine, I, I don't even want to imagine, what would have happened if I had not listened to my little voice that day. My intuition was so strong that I was able to advocate not only for myself, but for my unborn child, who may not have even had a fighting chance, who may not have grown up as a baby genius, or may not have grown up at all. Mother's intuition is your natural instinct to know whatever it takes. Be resolute, whatever it takes. I raised a very gifted child and feel so fortunate I listened to my intuition that day, that I continue to listen to my intuition, my spider senses, but I also listen to him and his needs. I'm really looking forward sharing more stories with you and hearing your stories and the journey you've been on or maybe you're just beginning a new journey and that's fantastic i think it's important we share as a community to learn from one another thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today i would love to hear from you hear about your experiences when you listened to your inner voice, your sixth sense, your intuition, and it made a difference. I'd ask you to please subscribe and consider leaving a gracious review and feedback. As we build this show, it's important to reach out. If you'd like to support the show, please go to the flourish.mom, that's M-O-M website, and click on the Patreon link or join the community. Together, we will reach a global community with a common interest in nurturing, coaching, and inspiring the children we love at any age to develop their genius and to let it flourish. You know, we are all born with a gift. We are all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift 
as purpose changes within. Thank you, Nicholas, my son, for the music composition for this show. And to never surrender, never give up. Live well, my friends. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.